The narratives comes to you from across the ocean, in the middle of Alberta, the middle of nowhere, Calgary, bringing you information about the world to the world. The narratives will now begin. Welcome back. That was a deep breath I took. That was a mega breath. I thought I felt good about it. I also did good. It was like the new breath of the new season. First breath of the new season. How'd that That's feel? the second one. Get a deep suck because this is the new season of the narratives. Oh, yeah. All new. All nude. You're going to love it. It's great. We're going to jump right into it. That's how great it is. An hour um, long. We're bumping up our episode time. Yeah, because so we got a lot to talk about Keep here. on running. So... First thing I thought I'd do is give us a little bit of an outline, just to um, just the first time we're talking about this, people might not be too sure, but I am unsure. The Help step me, by Brendan. step process, uh, Eric Nielsen. Well, thank you. Is that we're going to talk about Genghis Khan first, okay. and in this episode, there's going to be a whole bunch of cons and stuff, pros and cons. Yeah, to talk about so mostly cons. Yeah, uh, we're going to talk about Genghis Khan, then we're going to talk about Kublai Khan, Kublai Khan, all the way to Kublai Khan, then we're going to talk about Marco Polo. Yay. Not in this episode, but Marco Polo. And then we're going to talk about Ruccello de Pisa. Then we're going to talk about the Battle of Meloria. Meloria. All of these will make sense as we go along. Then we're going to be talking about the history of Genoa, which is going to be a little... It's going to be brief. Genoa. Then we're going to be talking about the Crusades. You know the Crusades? All Crusades are just. Yep, all of them. And uh, the King of the France and the King of the Pope. I mean, I'm the of king of the Pope. Yeah, My dominion is starting that with man. Pope Urban II and oui. Philip I of France. Crusades 1 to 9, leading us to Philip III, the Bold of France. And then Francis I of France. You really which gonna, then yeah. loops us back to Leonardo da Vinci. Yay! Yay da Vinci. And then we're going to talk about Medici, the Medicis, the Renaissance we painters. briefly touch on the Medici family. Yeah, briefly. This is going to be Leonardo in da Vinci, depth. but yeah. Then we're going to talk about Pope Leo the Ten or Pope Leo X. Pope Leo is ten. Yeah. Then we're going to talk Martin Luther. Mm-hmm. You know the Martin Luther. And I thought maybe we'll talk about this later, but maybe we can do a side episode just, just for fun about Luther, Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah, why not? That'd be interesting, you know. Do it in February. Charles V of the Holy Roman Empire is next. Then we're going to talk about some Ottoman empires. Suleiman, like the, the funny head racist guy. Ottoman Empire. Yeah. Those, <laughs> yeah. That was a good Ottoman. The, then we're going to talk about the burning of Moscow. Oh, pleasant. Yay. Uh, Ivan the Fourth, known as Ivan the Terrible, also pleasant. He's great. And the Romanovs, which is the no Russian czars, the longest czar. The. And then we have the Crimean War. Yay. I mean, no. And that'll link no? into Karl Marx, Lenin, and Stalin. Woo! That's, that's the whole nine yards, or 10, 12, 15. I don't know. That's a lot of yards. That's a go. lot of yards. Yeah. But here we are talking about Genghis, Chingis. Genghis? Khan. I always thought it was Genghis. I used to say Genghis, and then everyone was like, actually, it's Genghis. No, it's, it's spelt in the secret history of the Mongol Empire, which is what most of our. It sounds hilarious, but it's what most of the records of the, the Khans, the Genghis Khan, comes from. Now, you could say Genghis. Um, it's spelt in the secret history, Chinggis, actually. C H I N N G I S. Chingus? No, Chingus. Chingus Khan. Like Chingus. I don't like it. Jingus. I'm going to stick. I'm going to say Jengus for the entire episode. Genghis, uh, Jengus. You know, it depends uh, on Maybe Tamagotchi is youth. But, but here's the important thing. This is, um, if you're ever going to mention Genghis Khan, make sure you say the full name, Genghis Khan. I'd be very careful about that. Why? Because if you're talking anywhere else, um, well, I suppose. I'm not talking about world, like fucking Genghis who works at no, Target. I know you're not. But <laughs> in. What? In Mongolia, Genghis just means universal. Oh, really? Yeah. Genghis Khan is universal. I'm looking for my friend, leader. the universe yeah, leader. Exactly. So if you're to say, <laughs> hey, you know, Genghis, the guy who took over the all of Mongol and stuff? You mean the stars, the heavens, and all things? Yeah, I do mean that, actually. Thank you. But you're welcome. It's it's one of those. I helped. Oh, and another misnomer. Um, that Well, it's not a misnomer. Misconception, I guess? Yeah. Is um I just talked to Eric and Kelsey about this actually. The Uh-oh. Great Wall was not built to oh. keep out the Mongols. Yeah. Fun fact. The Great Wall was built way before the Mongols and it was built to look pretty. No, it was built to be a wall, but it wasn't built to keep out the Mongols. It was built to be a wall. 
Neat. Yeah. It's a wall. They didn't finish building it, and when the Mongol horde came around, they were like, we better finish building this wall. (laughs) So fucking fast. I was working on this wall, and then all these men and horses came. It was was rough. Anyway, that's, that's another cool little thing we'll throw out there before we start. But now it's about time to do the deed. Am I right? I hope not, but yeah. <laughs> what do you mean you hope not? I hope we're not doing the deed. So, Eric. Yes, I am. Do you know Genghis Khan's real name? Temin- Temagachi? No. <laughs> Temeruini? Ralph Klein. Yep. Ted Nugent? It's <laughs> Which one? I know it's like... It's Ted Nugent. Terugenjiwawa. I'm sorry. Bad. I'm sorry. I don't know. So far. His real name is Ted Mugen. Ted Mugen. Ted Nugent. That's what he said. I don't know how to pronounce it exactly, but Ted Mugen is spelled T-E-M-U-J-I-N in English. Ted Mugen. So Ted Mugen was probably born sometime in 1162. 1162. Good year. I love that one. And he was born somewhere in the Delun Beldog, which sounds like a... In the (laughs) Beldog? No. Old... I don't know how to say it exactly. Bulldog. 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 B- Delun Bulldog. Something like that. I don't know. Uh, and that was located near the mountain Burkhan Kaldun. Oh, beautiful. And near the rivers Onun and Kurlin. Always bring my family no, to no. Onun de Kurlin. <laughs> Here's, I, That's I a great this was silly at the time. But it's actually... <laughs> what a silly boy you were. <laughs> it's near Mongolia, northern Mongolia, near the current capital. So that's What is the born. current capital of Mongolia? Ah, oh, shit. I knew I should have written this down. It's like... Would you like me to use it in a sentence? <laughs> yes. I'll spell it out. Um, hold on. I the, d- it doesn't really matter. I, I, you asked me a question and I have to answer. It's really hard to type with one hand. I'm definitely not Googling it. I'm just searching my memory. Um, Yeah, we're very prepared for the new season. Ulan Batar. Oh, Ulan Batar, of course. Yes. I'm so stupid. I always forget about Ulan Batar. And so, here we go. That's where he was born. Yep. About there. Uh, According to the legend in the secret history of the Mongols. It's not, not that secret. Confused with if you the can secret just find it. history of secret organizations. Or the secret life of pets. Yeah. <laughs> Very different movie. Temujin's name originated from the Tartar chief of Temujin Uj, whose uh, Temujin father had captured. I'm going to leave sense? the Tartar chief alone. <laughs> the tar- yeah. That's a <laughs> bad Chief of title. the Tartar. <laughs> the Tartars. They're the Fish tribe. Chips. Well, <laughs> they don't have fish and chips. Mm. Okay. The yeah. So there's his father captured this chief oh, named okay. Temujin Uj, and he was like, "Well, better name my kid after this slave after this I have." This prisoner I captured. Yeah, <laughs> nice. So that's where he's at. I like him. Now, uh, Temujin is said to be descended from Borchino, a name that means grayish white wolf. And from Ko Aymaral, whose name means beautiful doe. Why not Grey Wolf? I don't know. It's the grayish white wolf. So his name is Grey Wolf Pretty Deer. Yeah. No, 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 no. He's descended from Grey Wolf Pretty Deer. Oh. This is this is the in the secret history of the Mongols. The first chapter essentially is just trying to be like, we know where Genghis Khan came from. There's right. thirty uh, generations of people. Wow. Anyway, I, I summarized some of the interesting stories. They're kind of fun. Good. I hope you did. <laughs> so, um, I love Mongols, but those, there's so much. Those two, the grayish white wolf and the beautiful doe, nice. um, they were Mongols' cultural centerpieces at the time because they were believed to have crossed the Burkhan Khaldun River where they set up a, riv- a village. They set no up way. a river. <laughs> um, well, now that we're across the river, we might as well make another river. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And this river would is would known as the first Mongolian village. This is the first of the Mongol tribes hmm. in this area. So it just started with like one group. No, it's it would have been actually a lot different. But this is the uh, secret life of the Mongols. So this is what was recorded. In yeah, the... this is what they said. Oh, this is uh, like according I'll, I'll to tell myth. you later. Yeah, one select tribe of at, humans at the time of Temujin's birth. Geographically, none of these tribes were united, and they were all um, really small, and they were frequently fighting. 
Oh no! So um, basically, a lot of plundering was going on. <laughs> Yo, the more plunder. plundering! Yeah, they plundered the plunder. Hell yeah, dude! Um, <laughs> Up top. So it, the first chapter discusses how grayish white wolf and beautiful doe um, originate, and how all the different clans came to be off of their original village where they banged on the other side of a river. Yeah, we call it banging river. Mm. Not really. That's not what it's called. I don't know what the Sorry, translation is. Beautiful banging river. Yeah, that's that's more right. <coughs> so there's a, like way too much lineage for it to be interesting, um, but eventually this this whole lineage thing comes to this. Uh, this is a little bit interesting. Dua Sukur, who had a brother and four sons, when mm-hmm. he di- when he died, uh, his four sons stopped looking up to their uncle, and they all moved away. That's that's what it said. So, book. what's life like for women right now? Uh, you'll hear about that later. Right then, it's probably not great, but yeah, it's it's actually kind of interesting what they do. A lot of Mongols result on like the son of blank, and the son of blank created the guild of only men, and yeah. the women went. I hope he picks me to bang forever. <laughs> close, yeah, really close. Thank you, but. I, I thought this one was kind of funny because it was just like these. This one guy had four sons finally, Yay. and then he died, and his oh. his brother was like, "Well, looks like I'm the leader." And then all four of the sons went, "No, nah, fam," and they just <laughs> ran. <laughs> Literally, no, they fam. all moved away. Um, Damn. This is another one that's kind of weird. Uh, there's a crazy story about trading a deer carcass for a son. Yeah, I do that all the time. Uh, so this guy went out hunting, and he was he found. Um, this this other man with like a son and he's like well i'll give you a bit of my deer carcass what do you got for me and he's like i got a son a bit of my deer carcass for your fucking son yeah he's like i got a son well sure have him he's like all right i got a son now i knew the barter system was a thing but i didn't know you could be like yeah my wife yeah sure whatever yeah he's my I'll take deer that, for that i just killed like a day's worth of yeah. deer meat yeah. just to feed fucking eric over there um and then this guy's wife had um after this, uh, three children. After who the original two didn't. Um, so sorry. After he died, mm. the carcass guy. <laughs> no, um, I loved him. His wife had three children. After she had already had two, so mm. like a bit of it's scandal like, well, my going on. Husband's dead, and she traded our son for this deer. So I guess I can bang some more. No, no, no. The other side of the story. Ah. He took one of the sons, and then oh. he had he had two sons. Okay. And then there was another three after his his wife carried on. You're going to find more and more that this is going to be explaining to Eric the series. <laughs> it's great. Because I don't know much. It, it, it's I can read. Good. Yeah. You're one step ahead of... Um, Him. Genghis Khan, yeah. Yay. I, he could read, but he couldn't read English, so... I can't read Mongolian. Yeah, I guess you're not really that far ahead. Move on! All right. <laughs> Quick! <laughs> so... Um, the original two sons of this guy, uh, didn't like how their mother was a whore. Oh. And, and is that so... What, is that what's in the book? <laughs> or did yeah, you... Yeah, basically, I summarized it. They were like, you had three sons after daddy died. That mean daddy not daddy anymore for you. <laughs> you found a new daddy. Yeah. And, and then she proceeded to give this whole, um... She gave them each a stick, all five of the sons, and we're like, break the sticks, and they all broke the sticks, and then she gave them each like a bunch of sticks, and she did that whole thing. What? Yeah, you know, you know when like together we are stronger and like oh. more sticks and stuff. So she was just like starting a fire. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Start a fire. Here's a stick, boy. Break it. No, here's a couple more sticks, boy. Break them. Immediately after that, and this is like, uh, I'm not even giving it. Um, brief notes this is exactly how it transpires in the in the secret history in the year um, 1100 so uh she died and then Yikes. one of the sons ran away because uh this is exactly quoted for they thought him stupid and dull and therefore did not count him as their kin well just because i can't read mongolian doesn't yeah. mean i'm not your son anymore so he ran away Brave. and then uh later on the the brothers tracked him down after um like a little while he didn't go too far he was like a foot away no, it wasn't. <laughs> he was just it was sprouting profile. it was like a, f- a couple of years a couple of years yeah and they Yo. tracked him down because uh, they were like we need your help again and so um they found him and he was like why should i trust you and they're like well blah 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 and then a whole bunch of mongol dick sized mongol dick coming <laughs> coming out eventually he was like well 
you think I'm stupid? Well, I'm not stupid. Uh, here's a village of stupid people. Uh, and this is exactly what it said. Um, um, he, he told them, quote, everyone is equal there. They are simple people. Let us plunder them. <laughs> it sounded so nice. Yeah. It's like, we found a great society. You know, everyone's equal. Uh, I really want to murder all of them and like yeah. rape and loot. Can He's, we do that? So sweet. The brothers came and they're like, well, I know we thought you were the stupid one, but... I mean, if you can prove us otherwise. And he's like, well, look at these communists. Look at these condiments? Yeah, condiments. Look at these. The communists. Oh. Living together happily. Mm-hmm. They, they came so close to utopian communism. Socialism. Ah, uh, yeah. Utopian yeah. socialism is what I meant to say. Some aspects of communism work. Can you imagine, like, if this guy hadn't killed these people and that now there's, like, this perfect group of... of socialists well everything is we pr- say? basically like everything to me right now is like utilitarian back then what's that what makes sense wouldn't it i mean th- this was like a village of people just being like i here's two carrots and we'll put it in the village stockpile yeah exactly but you're, most you're people back then were just like, like here's me great con give me all your carrots why because i'm bigger but you're like the same size nope i was descended from white wolf and beautiful doe so See, that's it. Just worked back then. They were like, "Oh, oh my, okay." <laughs> like that's the, how it works. Like the Monty Python bit, where he's like, "I'm the king." He's like, "We don't have a king. We're a democratic republic." And he's like, "Ah, eh. <laughs> basically." Um, so they pillage these guys. They oh, pillage the village. <laughs> they pillage the village. You laughed when you said um, they pillaged the village. This is funny. I don't. It's the. It's just a rhyme, a... you toddler. It's yeah. just a slight rhyme, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. they're all dead. So. The, that one son that ran away then captured a pregnant girl who gave oh. birth to a son. Oh. Who then gave birth to another son. What? The pregnant? What? No, 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 no. The son gave birth to a son? <laughs> the son. <laughs> it's called the old Russian nesting doll birth. <laughs> the son had a girlfriend and they had a, a new son. And then a new clan started. That's exactly how it said. It was like, and then he had a son. And then that son had a son. And there was a new clan now. It consisted of, and then that happened family. three other times, and there's three new clans now. What? So, yo, let's make our own clan. Let's another just... hundred years down the line, so it, like literally, it goes through hundreds of years of, of people. It seems like you need like four people, and they're like, it's a clan. Yeah, <laughs> they are a clan. Do not scorn them. So, another hundred years down the line, there's a story of a man fleeing. This is the one I told you. A man fleeing, and he meets a woman. Yes, this I love is their this. encounter, as recorded in the secret history of the Mongols. Oh, is there a quote? Did you see the look on the faces of those men? They wish to kill you. As long as you remain alive, there will be girls on the front seats of carts and women in the black-covered wooden carts. If oh, you live, yeah. you will perhaps find a girl or a woman for yourself. I hope I find a girl. <laughs> she has another name. You can call her Ho Elun. Ho. I just, I'll just call her Ho for short. <laughs> what up, Ho? Save yourself. Oh. While you live, smell my fragrance. What? With these words, she removed her shirt. He leaned across his horse to take it. As he did so... What does that mean? The three men rounded the spur of the hill towards him. I was he, about to lick her he nipple, beat, and then all these guys showed up. Is that what's happening? He beat the thigh of his swift Dunhurst and fled upstream. Yo, he's beating them thighs now. <laughs> then he died. What? <laughs> he died. Okay, so here's how I what I got from that. The guy rolls up and he goes, "Hey, you look dumb. Let me see your titty." No. Slap. He didn't oh, say I'm nothing. Dead. He was running away, and then he stopped because he saw a girl who was just standing there on her horse, and she was like, you want "Well, some? there's a lot of people chasing after you. Well, you are alive. Have my shirt. Hmm. Bye." That's <laughs> neat. Yeah. He's like, cool. And then he ran off. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So uh, the the secret life of the Mongols goes on and on and on. And we haven't even got to Genghis Khan yet. Um, so it, this it's getting there. Time. It's getting there. So it it eventually comes to Yusuji. Oh my God, this is gonna be so hard. Yusuji Yaibaratatur. Fuck. Yusuji Yaibaratatur. We're gonna say Yusugai Baratur. Yasugai Abaratur. I don't know. You try your best. Where is it here? It's the red underlined one. <laughs> Yasugai Abaratur. Yeah, sure. Close enough. And Lady <coughs> Ho Alun. Lady Ho Alun. Yeah, Ho Alun, the one that was previously mentioned. Yeah. You know? 
Uh, Temujin was the oldest of their four sons. Nice. That's yeah. Genghis. Yeah. Temujin. We're Soon finally there. He was holding a blood clot in his hand, which oh. was a sign of greatness when he was born. What? Apparently back then. It's actually... Um, he was holding a blood clot? Yeah, like a blood clot. Like, when he was born. <laughs> yeah. He probably made a similar sound to that. There's another one um, of similar idea that came from, uh, I think it's Norse mythology somewhere, that if they were born with the embryo, is it? Embryo. No, 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 not embryo. Um, What's the, the placenta? If they were born with the placenta in their hands, or like they didn't, I don't know what's the proper word. Like if they were born with the placenta in a certain way, then you were supposed to keep the placenta and freeze it and then have them eat it later when they were older. And that means um, that they would become king. No. So. No. I don't want to be king. <laughs> you don't? I will die of dysentery in this ditch before I eat that. <laughs> That's probably what's going to happen, realistically. So. I'm going to get yeah. like foot rot or whatever disease they have then. Anyway, yeah, he was holding a blood clot. And they were like, most bloody baby. <laughs> Good sign. <laughs> Basically. Uh, So, when we talk about the reality of what happened, um, Mongol history begins with a cluster of nomadic tribes around the Black Sea area that stretched from the Black Sea, sorry, to the Yellow Sea. I didn't know there was a Yellow Sea. Central uh, Eurasia kind of thing. Hmm. That's Mongolia. Nice. There was occasional conflicts with Persians, Greeks, and Indians. Indians is in the, um, like, Hindu. Oh, like actually Indian. Yeah, like... Not Actually like how people say like Indian when they're just yeah. like Native American. Uh, but there was never an organized nation or like tribe that was even big enough to become like a world power until yeah. Chinggis Khan. Which is why his story is interesting, my friends. Was he eventually a world power? Oh, yeah. Huh. Big, big boy. That's what I always think when so, I look at him. So, Temujin's destiny um, is... The first thing mentioned in the story, um, and eventually we're going to move on from the story to like actual facts. Yeah. Um, but this is just another interesting little piece. Uh, apparently, his mother had dreams, um, and people always came up to Temujin and said, "You have fire in your eyes." And, and like, I have pink eye. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do actually have pink eye. Because we're all covered in shit all the they time. They burn. No. <laughs> Help. Oh. No, they, they just meant like you have a you fire. have like great destiny in your soul. Yeah, basically stuff like you that. You have the spirit of horse on fire. So when Temujin was nine, he was married off as usual. Oh no! And uh, I'm not ready. He was left with his future wife until no, he was thirteen. No, no, no. Bort. 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 Yo, wife. send me Bort yeah. pic. So for a little while, he was working as a slave for that family, her her oh. family, oh. Uh, cleaning the yurt and so much. Cleaning the yurt? Yeah, the yurt is the Mongolian hut. Oh, it's just like, like he's a maid. Like, you know how there's like lean-tos for like the... Um, Native Americans. Yeah, I don't know. There's like teepees and lean-tos and stuff like that. Yeah. Like teepee would be like a yurt kind of thing. It's well, not like, really a teepee, but it's like kind of a teepee. I imagine him dressed up as a little French maid cleaning up the teepee, like, which is basically... Just, just imagine a tent and then, you know... Oh, oh yeah. Put a little... Asian 10-year-old cleaning up. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, so on the way back from marrying his son off, uh, Temujin's father died. Good. Yeah, I guess good. It could be karma. Good riddance. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I never met him, but yeah, so I don't like him. It, it then talks about uh, how Temujin kills his brother, which oh, is an interesting story. Really? Uh, I didn't know about that. So all of his brothers were fishing um, when Temujin caught a fish. And his younger, his two younger brothers stole it away. They had so done the same earlier them to death with a bird. With a fish. It was the second time. So they'd done this with a bird that Temujin shot out of the sky. And now with his brother... What? A crossbow, I assume? No, like a barrel, bow and arrow. Oh. Mongolians were like okay. very skilled archers. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's their, their staple, essentially. Isn't there a bit from like, are we there yet, where he shoots a bird into the air with a nail gun? I don't know. Remember that movie? No. Shout out to all my Are We There Yet Ice Cube family fun flick fans. Okay. <laughs> Back to Temujin, please. All right. Temujin um, and Kazar, <coughs> I think is his brother's name. 
Sorry. <coughs> and now a break for Brendan to swallow all the phlegm in his throat. Wow. We're That's a back. Lot of water. Okay. Out of your Bart on a skateboard yeah, it's my coffee mug. mug that looks like you stole it from an 80 year old woman. I stole it from my dad. Sorry, dad. <laughs> Temujin <laughs> and Kazar. Um, Fucking expose him. <laughs> he exposed me. So Temujin's second brother is that what you call it like second brother his oldest brother yeah but he's don't call it like my brother too <laughs> temujin is the oldest brother but the second youngest brother kazar they were they were like good buddies i guess neat so temujin and kazar went to his mother to their mother i suppose hi mother and uh their mother scolded them oh bye and, mother. and and uh that left them unhappy yeah no shit so they then set out to kill their brother <laughs> to even the score so mm. yeah what kind of like Nanny McPhee shenanigans? That's what they needed. Nanny McPhee. My <laughs> mom was just like, why you gotta be so rude? And I will they... fucking kill my brother. Yeah. <laughs> so they both left. And um, uh, they basically, Kazar did this thing where he like snuck around the front and like caught the one brother off, off guard. And, hey. and Temujin came from the back. Hey. And so, and so they both had their bows. Oh, and then the one guy was like, well, Undy. if you're going to be so rude, then uh, all the tribes, were gonna they're going to fight you and Undy. avenge us. And so you can kill me if you want. And, and then he sat down cross-legged, apparently, and then just closed his eyes. And then they both shot him. Hmm. So he did. That's an honorable way to go, though. At yeah. least he wasn't. his last words weren't like, don't shoot me. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, do it. I have honor. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> So, a few nights after that, they were raided by the Taichuds, who were the kin of the dead brother. What they raid him? Like, two stars? No, they raided. Oh! Like, <laughs> death and conquer. That's like no stars. Yeah. So, um, they, the Temujin and the family, they, they like, hid in the hut. Um, yeah, girl. Uh, actually, before this, I forgot to mention that they came, they actually came back immediately after they killed their brother into the, the mom's hut. And we're like, we did it. Yeah, and she was like, God damn, you know what you did with the tight tensions. <laughs> so much tension. Yeah, there's a lot of tension going on. And and that's exactly what happened. They got raided by the Taiyuchuds, oh, the no. kin of the dead brother. So I mean, I was reading it a bunch of times, and it didn't make a ton of sense. I'm assuming here it means brother is in like blood brother, so they weren't yeah they weren't like real blood brothers. Like blood brother is in like. Spit on cut your, your hand. hand. No, yeah. cut your hand open, and then yeah. you pour the blood into milk, and then each of you sip from the milk, and you become one. Yeah, I do this all the time. You, <laughs> every homeless person I meet. Great. Yeah. Sweet. My blood type is venom. <laughs> In theaters, October fifth. Oh, okay. Neat. Thank you. Um. So when the when the raid happened, the Taichuds, um, came and they requested only Temujin. Only him? Yeah. They're like, oh, well. so they come into this village and they're like, we only want the boy. Yeah. And they're they, like, they hid. All right. And then they're like, well, if you only want the boy, Temujin, run. And so we ran. They strapped <laughs> him to a horse. Eat yourself out of here, yeah. please, Temujin. And he escaped into the forest. He spent three days deep inside. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> he left after the first three nights. Oh. And then his saddle broke and he took it as a bad omen. <laughs> yeah. And then he went inside omen. again. Then he left three nights after that, and a boulder fell. Yo! It didn't crush him, but it fell. And he was like, this is ain't good. <laughs> so he... This is ain't good. Yeah. I document this as being ain't good. And then he, he was like, well, better not go out yet. And so he, he went back for another three nights. So a total of nine nights he stayed in this forest without food, apparently. Awesome. Um, and then at the end of the nine nights, he was like, fuck this. This is bullshit. And then he left. I want a burger. And he immediately got captured. Oh. He was then taken as a slave where he escaped captivity by beating his escort up with a rope. With a rope? Yeah. So he was like tied to this escort and like there's this whole party going on. It was kind of like what we saw in the movie. Mm. Yeah. So the escort was like hanging out with him. He was a little boy and he took the rope and just fucking beat the shit out of him That's and then ran away. Obviously all these deaths are awesome. I yeah. mean awful. Wrong word. I meant to say awful. Obviously, they're awesome. <laughs> but Being straight Eric. What I, w <laughs> what I was going to say is, all of these deaths are horrible, and death is never good, but some of these are just like super metal. 
Yeah. <laughs> like it's, beating it's, the fuck out of your captor with rope? Yeah. That's so metal. Yeah. It, it's not like, I don't think he died, but. Isn't there like an Iron nuts. Maiden song about this? Yeah. yeah. So after that, he hid in a river and uh, maybe going about the Shira. Uh, who was passing by him. Apparently, it was just like a guy who was passing by. He's like, oh, you're looking for a little boy? Yeah, whatever. So he's like wandering around. What? The boy snatcher <laughs> just walking through the woods. Yeah. Sarkhan Shira, who was passing by, saw him, and uh, he didn't reveal the location because he, he had heard Temujin was clever and had fire in his eyes. He was like, oh, you escaped. Well, you're pretty smart for hiding in the river. I won't say anything. Keep swimming, boy. It's either that or he's an elderly dude who was like, I don't really care about nothing. Whatever, you can go free, buddy. I think it was... You yeah, it was probably like that. Or they dude. were like, dead kid in the river. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, after that, his his early life was basically spent just running around. At the speed of sound. Yeah, a lot of just zooming. Zoomy, zoomy. Yeah. Umi, zoomy, zoomy. Um, Shout out to Team Umi, zoomy. It was show on Netflix. And <laughs> it's not on Netflix. It is now. Oh, it better be. When he was around 16, uh, his arranged wife, Bort, was captured. <laughs> no, Bort! By the Merkits. No, the And this was the, the same tribe took that killed his father. That's so sad that the Rugrats took Borsch. Yeah. Bort. Yeah. Borsch. Yeah. The great dish with, like, soup? Yeah. I hate it. But. So he attacked the Merkits shortly after with the help of his friend, Jamuka. I will call him Jamaica for the rest of the episode. Amazingly, Bort was Temujin's only empress. I thought I'd throw that in. So um, Temujin never was married to anyone else. He had, yeah. He had, like, relationships because it was a custom. Every, everyone. He'd experimented in college, you know. Yeah, but he, he was. Yeah, but in for the, the movie, most part, he had five children with, with uh, Tim Bort. The movie we're going to be referencing is called Mongol. It was made in 2004. 2007. 2007. And in the movie, it shows him going after, he's like, I choose you to be my bride as a child. And then the rest of the movie, he's like, I'm going after her. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was dramatized. No, it's basically what happened. But that's actually what happened. Yeah, actually. Um, so he, she was captured by the Burkitts, and he was like, well, God damn it, they killed my dad, and they stole my wife. Yike. Jamuka, I need your help. And so he went to Jamuka, who was his friend, and um, uh, this is like, where Temujin's help. rise to power began, because uh, he reached out to his, his father's blood brother, Toguru, um, mm. uh, Khan of the Kerites. Oh, his father's dead at this point. Also. Yeah, his father's dead, but his father's blood, blood brother, brother is another Khan. Yeah, he still Khan. has allies. So... One thing to understand is there's a bunch of tribes at the same time, but they have different cons. They aren't universal cons, so they don't have any power except for in their tribe. Khan is just the leader of the tribe. No, they got power on Mars. Genghis Khan is the um, universal ruler. Khan of cons. Yeah, like the Khan. Khan Khan. Khan Khan. Can you do the Khan Khan? Can you pillage my village? (laughs) (laughs) So uh, he reached out to his father's brother, Toguru, Blood brother. And um, he mainly helped him retrieve Bort. And uh, Toguru also said to get um, uh, Jamuka, who was the Khan of the Jadaran. Hmm. So Jamu- Jamaica's the Khan of something else already. His yeah. own little thing. Yeah, he's already got his own. So but the two Geng- unified. Uh, Temujin doesn't have any. Um, no. He's just, he just, just a slave. He doesn't yeah. have an army. He has no one. Yeah, exactly. He has no friends except for Jamaica. Yeah, so at this point, I, I'm calling him Temujin. I should have mentioned this earlier because he's not Genghis Khan yet. No, he's not. So he's just a, a boy. Genghis Khan was a title he earned. Yeah. It's not his no, name. He earned that motherfucking title. Aggressively, but yeah. Yeah, he had to kill people with a rope for it. All of them with a rope, actually. He only ever used rope <laughs> as a weapon, fun fact. Pure on pure conjecture. Today. Pure Today. conjecture. Yeah. Let's crack. Ah. <laughs> Uh, soon enough, Jamuka and Temujin drifted apart Aww. as friends and became rivals. That's sad. Yeah. They each wanted to become a greater Khan, essentially. So Aww. they all were like, I'll become Khan of the whole world. And he's like, I'll become Khan of the whole world. No, I'm a Khan to try yeah. state area. Here's where this is interesting, though. Um, like, immediately after, a bunch of people were just like, oh, I'll follow Genghis Khan. Or, I mean, Temujin. <laughs> they didn't call him that yet. Like I'll follow Temujin Khan. <laughs> Spoiler alert! Uh, because um, he's he's more fair than yeah he's Jibuka. fair, and and this is what uh, exactly um, it goes into. So, Jamu, uh, ja, fuck, 
Jamuka and Temujin. Mm-hmm. Um, they had boy. very different leading styles. Yeah. So Temujin believed in the meritocratic method, which I just learned about. It was really interesting. Meritocratic? Meritocratic. Never heard the It's term. a meritocratic philosophy. Um, what so does that mean? Each individual in the society is held to their worth. For example, if a farmer is like a really good farmer and he constantly has like a ton of crops, he would rank higher than a nobleman who doesn't do anything. That's a weird system. Yeah, especially for back then, right? That doesn't really... Hmm. Like, that's just an example. Because most people back then weren't like, I'm a blacksmith. They're like, I'm barely living off food scrap. Yeah, so he was like, if you are worth more to society, then you are more important than being um, blood-related to society. Like, yeah. If I don't care if you're blood-related so to the last like, king. divine right of kings, yeah. is that playing to this at all? No. No, so it's just Actually. his actual like usefulness in a community. Yeah, and and in like, fact, I have an army. I can help out this entire town. Make me Khan, yeah. or I will slap your breasts, woman. Most of, uh, that was different, though. That was a very um, that breaking tradition. Mm. Jamuka was very traditional, and he believed in the Mongolian aristocrat aristocracy. Ugh. Like you said, get out of here, aristocracy. A lot of um, the aristocracy. Oh, fuck. Air- Aristocracy. Aristocracy. Or aristocracy. Aristocracy. Fuck. I can't. Aristocracy? Aristocratic is the. All the big rich boys. Aristocracy. Yeah, basically. If you're powerful, then you deserve to be powerful and give me all your money, basically. So. (laughs) This is a rubber. That's what most of the cons were like. Um, Between the two, uh, Temujin and Jamuka. Uh, the tension grew to an uh, inevitable fight where Jamuka decisively won. But. Jamuka won? Yeah, Jamuka actually won the fight. And beat Vegas him up? Li- Temujin, spoiler alert. Temujin lived. No shit. Spoiler alert. It's <laughs> um, not a spoiler. But Jamuka lost a lot of his followers when he boiled 70 male captives alive. Boiled? Yeah, like in cauldrons. Where do you get a cauldron that big? Or do you just like He's one like, finger at a time? No. He like, was like, come here, blacksmith. I need 70 cauldrons. Or like one cauldron and they can all stand in a line. What's the biggest cauldron you can make? Yeah. All right, make it bigger and I'll get it. Uh, 70 inside. God. Swimming pool. Yeah. That's what you do. And it's not traditional. You make a big fake swimming pool. God. Then you just turn up the heat. Yeah. So I actually learned about this later. He was trying, he like adverted tradition because the best way to, like if you captured someone in war, then you let them die without drawing any blood. That was the the way you were supposed to I'm do getting it, which a lot was of done with um, breaking their, snapping their spine. It seems like, we talked about this a bit in the Confucius episodes where it's like society is like preordained to think in a certain way, but mm-hmm. Genghis Khan was like, hey, what if we have like a different system and mm-hmm. it works better? And everyone's like, no. And actually everyone followed him. Oh, they were like, yeah, that makes everyone sense. but Jamuka. Yeah, like, Jamuka yeah. was like, yeah, I am when you be slave owner still. Yeah, basically. <laughs> they were like, maybe no. Um. So after the the whole fight lost, actually, there's ten years of Temujin's history that is unrecorded, unclear, and just lost. Like Jesus, I guess. Or he just like walked around for like thirty years. I don't know. Whatever. He he was attributing power somewhere, but they. Like, it's not documented anywhere. He got a job at Chase Bank. Yeah. He, he was, was a teller. Um, and then but he then was sometime, murdering villages. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. But then sometime around 1197, the jinn attacked the Tatars. Or the Tartars. I hate when the jinn gets in my Tartar. <laughs> With um, aid from the Karaites and the Mongols. Temujin was in command for part of the attack. And when the jinn won... So D- Temujin was part of the jinn. Yeah. The J-I-N jinn. Um, and when the, the Jin won the fight, Temujin was bestowed a secondary title to the Ong, Chan, uh, Ong Khan. Ong Khan went to his um, his dad's brother, who was um, he previously met. You know, Togrul. We talked about him. Like I know, back to Jin. I know Jin also means like a type of like genie. Is that a Mongolian thing? No. Where did that originate? J I N. It's just like a tribe of the Jin people. Hmm. Okay. Know? So the people of Jin or whatever. Um, <coughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, Togrul became uh, he became Khan of another 
group essentially. Yeah. So he he got two cons going on now. Double the con. Um, around twelve hundred, there were four rivals of the Mongol Confederation, which was what they were now. So there was um, Togrul and then um, Temujin. Yeah, he was second. Yeah, he in was command? basically second in command. Oh, okay. And so around twelve hundred, there were four rivals of the Mongol Confederation in the all all the four cardinal directions. Hmm. Um, so they were basically right in the middle. Yeah. He began gaining, uh, Temujin began at least, Temujin began gaining more followers as the years approached. So they kind of worked together every once in a while. Well, they had like their to. own, he was the con of his own place and, and stuff like that. Um, but he gained most fondler, f- followers. Gained because, most fondlers. <laughs> because he promised those who joined him wealth and safety. Safety is the important part. Well, yeah. Um, for example, when Tumujin attacked a tribe, he took the tribe under his own protection and began an integration process which caused the Mongol Confederation to grow considerably bigger than the Mong- other Mongol tribes. So instead of killing everyone, he was just like, I'll protect you from other tribes. Come live with us. And he would also like go, in, he'd go into these villages and instead of just like burn everything, he'd be like, pillage everything we can, put it in the middle of town and we're going to divide it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get like 10% of everything. But you guys still get a little. Yeah, they all get it evenly. Kind of like Shang Sin, the Chinese pirate lady. Yeah. Shang Su? I don't remember. Uh, Lesbo pirate. Ching Shi, I think it was. Ching Shi, you're right. Yep. Yeah. Um, so after every victory... Uh, sorry. I, I just lost my part because Ching Shi distracted me. The thoughts of female pirate frolicking got me distracted. Oh, yeah. Like, I love thinking of those females um, doing things. So, uh, with every victory, Temujin essentially became stronger significantly because he took the tribe under his own. Yeah. Instead of like he's gaining them, numbers. Instead of killing the people that he captured and everyone, growing stronger isn't like a physical he, thing. He's getting numbers. Yeah, he's he's not just like beefing up. Level up. <laughs> so, um, I can bench two so Temujins. Here's the biggest uh, change in time. Ascent, not change in time. What am I thinking? Change in the Mongol Empire occurs between 1200 and 1206 in six years' time. Huh. In the time between 1200 and 1206, Temujin gained so much power that Togrul's son allegedly planned to assassinate Temujin. Yeah, that happens. When Despite you're Temujin's loyalty, Togrul listened to his son and slowly became more and more uncooperative with Temujin. Isn't that how his dad died? Is he got poisoned? Uh, yeah. The, yeah. Uh, so careful, buddy. Uh, having learned of this, Temujin spared no mercy and defeated Togrul's son, Shangum. Not Shangoop. A war broke out shortly later when Togrul refused to give his ba- his ba- my bong <laughs> refused to give his daughter in marriage oh, to Temujin's firstborn. That's very different. Yeah. Strangely enough, Temujin allied with Jamuka at the time, who disappeared after the conflict was won by Temujin. So Temujin defeated Togrul and became the Khan of both of that now. So yeah, so now he's the Khan of two different tribes. Yeah, which now he's the Khan of like a bunch of different tribes, actually. So he's mega up. He's not Genghis Khan, yeah. he's just Khan. Yep, so he's he's still got to worry about the four other tribes, the main tribes that were posing a threat. Yeah, but now he's, he's the sole leader of the Mongol Confederation. Uh, which is what I called it. It's not exactly called that, but then, like at the time, it was a confederation of Mongols. Sure. Um, so now he uh, had allied with Jamuka. Jamuka helped him fight Togrul, but after that, Jamuka disappeared because he saw the conflict was won by Temujin. After this, Temujin found a threat in the Naiman tribe, um, which was exactly where Jamuka had taken refuge. He oh, so he stumbles on Jamuka again. Yeah. Uh, the Naimans lost their numbers to Temujin when the tribe sectors began siding with him. So, like, so he they still... didn't even he didn't even attack at this point. Uh, he just came by, and all the the Naiman tribes were like, um, yeah, "We'll just join you, please. Temujin. Don't murder yeah, us." Yeah, basically. <laughs> He's like, "Okay," and so the Naimans were like, "We'll fight you." And then it's like, "Sorry, we don't have an army." He's like, "Okay, I'll do it though. <laughs> Watch out, Temujin. I'll arm wrestle you." Yeah. Um, and as it turns out, Jamuka was elected as Gurukhan, uh, which meant universal ruler to the Karakitai. Yay. Hearing this, Temujin felt his trust unforgivably betrayed and arranged a coalition to eliminate Jamuka. Good old Jamuka. There was going to be a battle, but before it could even start, several generals abandoned Jamuka and joined Temujin. <laughs> That's so. great. In 1206, Jamuka was handed to... Chumujin by his own men. Damn. Yeah. 
Rip Jamuka, am I right? Jamaica going down. Now, according to the secret history of the Mongols, Temujin tried one last time to offer his friends to, to Jamuka. I don't know why, but he was just like... You want to hang out? Yeah. Who Jamuka responded, fairly badass, there can only be one son in this guy. Jamuka was killed traditionally well, by like having no blood spilt. His back was broken as a fatal injury. What is as he, opposed to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jamuka boiled people. But Do you bleed? You will... He just snapped his back. Yeah. It's Batman uh, Rise of the Dark Knight, I think, or Rise yeah. someone. Uh now according to the secret uh secret uh, life sorry, I just read that the opposing the only opposing tribe he had to deal with now, Temujin had to deal with, was the Merkit uh Naimans, a new coalition. Yay. However, they were defeated by Subutai, who was a member oh. of Temujin's personal guard. So Temujin didn't even fight back then. And that like, was yeah, in twelve oh six. Now the year is twelve oh six. <laughs> that was sorry. Now let's move away from 1206 and head over to 1206. That's not what I meant to say. Okay. So the planes were now under Temujin's control, and the, like the planes of the Mongol. No, I thought he was controlling WestJet. <laughs> Thank you for explaining. You're welcome. And the tribes of the Mokits, Namans, Mongols, Keralites, Tatars, Uyghurs, and as well as many other small tribes were under his rule. I really feel like they aren't called the Tartars. I don't know what they're called exactly, but the Tartars is what I've been heard, that, like in history class, I've heard them called that and everything. So Okay. So, f- strange thing that happened was, under all this conquering, there was <laughs> a lot of peace all of a sudden, because there's no warring tribes anymore. Because they're all one. Yeah, exactly. Because he took all of them. The entire union became known as the Mongols. That's extremely powerful, though. Yeah, exactly. That person, like one dude getting together all of these different tribes that have been historically fighting forever. Yeah. Creating one. Oh, my God. Especially after being raised like a slave, essentially. Yeah, basically. Like, it's incredible. Poor Toby, he bringing it back. Yeah. And uh, Temujin was acknowledged as Khan of all the consolidated tribes. So all of them were like, yeah, he's our Khan. And and so they're like, well, if he's the Khan of all of them, we got to give him a new title. And they gave him the title of Genghis Khan. He's going to be the most powerful person in, like, the entire hemisphere. Basically, yeah. So, nobody fuck with him. After this, he was like, well, now what should we do? Well, let's go conquer some other shit, basically. Yay! They all got together. They were all ready together. I love conquering. But they, they decided to conquer a lot of stuff. So, um... The the list of mo- areas the Mongols conquered is like incredibly large. I imagine they're it's, so huge. It wouldn't be like, hard for them to take over anything. So they, they had a whole bunch of people now, and each of them were riders on horseback with uh, essentially a bow and arrow. They were too quick for people to fight back against. So, for example, if they were to fight an army of... Penguins. No. Oh. <laughs> nice try. Um... If they were to fight an army of, well, like, let's say the Chinese military at the time. The Chinese military was, um, like, they had crossbowmen and they had swordsmen, essentially. Hmm. And, like, a few I think they were just called bowmen. Yeah. Well, they had crossbows. Yeah. But you still call a bowman. Yeah, they're crossbowmen. They have crossbows. If I'm a bowman and I get a crossbow, still call me a bowman. No, you're still a crossbowman, though. I'm a bowman. All right, we'll settle this argument later. If you call me a crossbowman, I will beat you with, an with a crossbowman's bow. War. It's war now. All right, I'll just absorb you and take over all of Mongolia. All right, fair enough. Mongolia, so. Um, so if Mong- if the Mongol army was fighting anything else, they'd essentially just be... And they'd get a knife ride by them. super quick. They'd ride by them, and they could shoot arrows while on horseback while riding the horse. Mm-hmm. Which is became, which is why they were so strong because nobody could do that, and nobody was accurate enough to shoot a target while moving on a horse at like max speed. Yeah, and so everyone was incredibly accurate. They were all trained very, very especially as well. personal guard. <clears throat> uh-huh. And so any fight that they had to come across, they were just like zoom, all dead. Yeah, it's super easy. And then if there were ever like pikemen or spears, who like if spears are incredibly effective against horses because they can just jab the horse. Yeah. Um. They could just sit at a distance and shoot arrows at them. Yeah, their range run away was pretty faster crazy. than they could ever like come close. So. No Pikmin ever going to get near me when I get mega launch. Exactly, Pikmin two. Pikmin two. Not is even a good Pikmin game. two going to come. Pikmin two, good game. So, best game. 
So now he he was doing whole sorts of conquests. So there was a bit of Russia conquest going on. He carved up China a lot, um, and a little bit of Persia and and such. He's expanding. Yeah, he's expanding all sorts of areas, and all the Mongols expand. And I'll, I'll we'll get into like every single one of them later. But um, so he basically that's the end of of Genghis Khan's story. He, he rose to the top, and then he and then what? He started, like I said, he took over a bunch of areas, and then it passed on to his his son. Uh, actually, his third son, which is interesting. Maybe talk about his death a little. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna talk about that. Uh, so, way he died is not quite certain. There's a few different like theories. And but stuff. what happened after he died? Kind oh, of funny. Yeah, that's funny. I'll talk that's about a bit that. of a good bit. So, um, how old was he when he died? First of all, uh, he was. I don't know. I don't. I didn't actually look into it. He's got to be somewhere around like 30, 40. Seriously? Yeah, he's pretty young. 40? Yeah. So, Christ. Genghis Khan's death. He was challenged after he had died. I don't know. It, it was in the book and I couldn't find it again. It's just So, Genghis Khan's memory. already dead. And not, he didn't want anyone to know because it's a sign of weakness mm-hmm. if your ultimate leader's dead. So, someone comes up and he's like, <laughs> I challenge you to a duel. And then everyone goes, he's busy. Yeah, so behind the yurt. He I'm never busy. left the yurt. It's like this is this is Genghis Khan's yurt. He's inside, and they're like, "Well, I want to go in." They're like, "You can't go in. He's 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 changing. You can't go in. He's sleeping. He's changing." Yeah, he's uh, he's. We'll wake him up though. And so they like go in, and he's like, "I want to challenge you, Genghis Khan." And he's like, "You better don't. I am Genghis. I am mean." Yeah, that's what he would say. Yeah, like I'm gonna beat you up. Yeah, man. It, it worked actually. The challenger was like, "Oh, yeah, okay, we'll fight you. I'm sorry." He just left, even Amen. though he was dead. Kisses on yeah. the inside. He like he was literally just a corpse on the ground. Yeah, so that's funny. <laughs> how he died? Yeah, people say there's a, there's a couple of different. I um, bet you he was poisoned. Uh, so he was either he fell from a horse and died. That's like the most unimpressive one. He fell off his horse, or he uh, that was in the secret history of the Mongols. They said he fell off his horse from. Being old. From being too awesome. Yeah. Marco Polo said that he was shot with an arrow. Hmm. Yeah. And uh, other tribe leaders said that he was stabbed from a behind with a dagger. He was stabbed in the behind yeah. with a dagger? Yeah, in the behind. Ah. No, he was just stabbed in the back, basically. Uh, anyway, it moved on. The power went to Ogadai Khan. Was it his son or just... His third son. Oh, okay. Interesting enough. Ogadai continued his father's conquest, focusing on China, Iran, and Central Asia. He came into power on September 13th, 1229. Ogadai was actually the third son of Genghis Khan and Borte Ujin. He witnessed the turbulent uprising of Temujin, especially in the battle against Jamuka. Hmm. Old Jamaica. So, uh, this is in the battle against Jamuka, which we mentioned that he lost. Ogadai was only 17 years old. And he was wounded and lost on the battlefield. And lost? Yeah, so like... He, he died? Or he no, was no. like, where am I? No, hey, he, guys, I'm stuck They left. Whoa. Like, after... Oh, shit. After Temujin left, he basically came back and said, like, I was wounded and I found you guys. So... That's rough. Yeah. Uh, in November 1211, Ogadai campaigned independently for the first time, along with all of his brothers, against the Jin dynasty. Uh, when they reached the siege of Urgank, Ogadai's brothers were quarreling over military strategy. And so Genghis Khan appointed Ogadai to oversee the siege of Urgank. You go look at the siege. Basically, the two brothers were like, I want to do it this way. No, I want to do it this way. And then Genghis was just like, well, fuck it. If Ogadai, w- go do. If you want a good show to watch along with all this information, go and watch uh, Marco Polo on Netflix. They do yeah. a really good in-depth look at the Mongols. And it's, it's a lot Khan of drama, specifically. A lot of dramatization. Yeah, but it's still good. So, um, Ogadai oversaw the, the siege of Urgank, and um, later in 1211, that same year, Ogadai successfully sieged the city at just 26 years old. Got him. Yeah. So, how he became to power is actually an excellent example of the meritocracy. Before the invasion of the Khwarezmide Empire in 1219, Genghis Khan was pressured into choosing an heir. Ogadai yeah. faced a traditional barrier, because his two elder brothers were always fighting, though. Uh, sorry, he t- reached a traditional barrier because of his two elder brothers. Yeah. So traditionally, the two elder brothers would have 
easily fought. been. Wouldn't they like con- fight to the death in the winter? No, they would just they'd just be like, "I want you." Okay. It'd just be you're older, so here you go. Mm. Um, but the two elder brothers were always fighting, and they could never agree on anything. It was making a rift in the family, and like just causing trouble. And so Genghis Khan agreed that Ogadai should be his heir instead. Genghis saw Ogadai as a kind and generous man with was great Ogadai charisma. Was Ogadai even his son? Yeah, his third son. Oh, okay. So the yeah. two that were supposed to... Mm, yeah, they would have... Okay, got yeah. it. Uh, leaving him a good fit for the empire. I am pretty In fit. technicality, however, his rise to Supreme Khan went like this. So Jochi, the eldest brother, died in 1225. No, Goki. Genghis Khan died in 1227. Tolui, Ogadai's younger brother, was regent until 1229. What? And in 1229, Ogadai was elected as Supreme Khan. Yay! After a similar idea to Julius Caesar, where he declined the crown three times, essentially. Oh, yeah. What else is happening in this time period? Uh, not Julius Caesar. Uh, the same time period, there is the rise of Europe, essentially. Yay! The Dark Ages. Yeah! So, like, I say the rise because that's essentially all that was happening. There's, like, a king in England, and Neat. he was doing a thing. Um, the Mongols were basically the biggest thing happening right now, and I think that's a good place the to wrap it thing. up. No, no, I gotta. We gotta finish Oga Day. Zoom. We gotta peasant. Well, if it goes a little over an hour, it's not too bad. No, right. Carry on. So, um, where was I? Oga Day refused the crown, like refused the title three times, and then he accepted it, and. uh Yay. He, he now had control of the entire empire. Woo woo. So he did a ton more invasions and expanded all the way to Western Europe now. So he basically fucked Europe. He was like, Take that, Europe. Yeah. Um, under Ogadai, bureaucratic, bureaucratic, fuck. I knew I was going to have Bureaucratization? Yeah, bureaucratization occurred in the Mongol Empire. Yay. He transitioned from barter and trade to paper currency, and that was backed by silver reserves. I wonder so what the paper currency looked like. I don't know. Probably just him with like a smiley up. face. Pillaged you. Yeah. He also abolished branch department of state affairs. He divided Mongol China into ten routes and then created two administration teams for these ten routes. He also set up a system which allowed for wider spread serfdom. So this is like the first form of like government. Yeah. Well, no. Of like no, no. Modernized ish. He was just well. It was well. They have currency. Kind of modern. It was modernish. Yeah. China had done this like 500 years earlier. Freaking hurry up. Yeah, so eventually he had to ban high interest rates actually because of money lenders targeting peasants and that caused the peasants to run away. Yeah, so, and run away too. Um, when Ogadai Khan died, he had the regency declared for his grandson Shirmun, but Guyuk sh- succeeded Shirmun. Guyuk was um, the... What's the what's the word? Guyuk is his own son. Shirmun was the grandson. Mm. Uh, there was a five-year grace period where Ogadai's wife, Torujin, was regent, actually. So she was the queen of the Mongol Empire. Oh, really? But it's not really written down. But it didn't last that long? <coughs> five years. Oh, that's not bad. She was just holding on to the throne. And then she, after five years, gave the throne to Guyuk. That's got to suck. Yeah. So it was promised to, um, who did I say? Shirmun. Shirmun had the throne promised to him, and then his wife fucked it all up. Um, Guyuk was actually a pretty decent Khan, and he was the he was the second Khan. Um, he hmm. only reigned for two years, from twelve forty six oh. to twelve forty eight. Oh. Weak, but he had a lot of edicts he reversed from his mother. Those who edicts, would, yeah, those edicts. He was like he made them unpopular. And he became more popular because of this. But he felt insecure and killed a bunch of subjects that he thought were some conspirators. Get murdered. Made him less popular. Uh, he also taxed everything, like literally everything, anywhere between one-thirtieth and one-tenth. He also had a really bad habit of drinking, which passed on to all of his sons. Um, neat thing also, which we're going to tie in a little bit later. Super neat. Yeah, I'm all, we're, we're finishing this up. So it'll be all good. No, it's Alexander fine. Nevsky was appointed Prince of Kiev under um, Guyuk, which will be elaborated on when we discuss the Russian czars. His last Yay. act, um, Guyuk's last act, was attempting to arrest Batu, his own cousin. There was Why? going to be a showdown on a uh, type no. of fight. Leave Batu with both of their armies, uh, but Guyuk died on the way to this fight. What? How? He just died. 
of old age. Someone thought he might be poisoned, but it's generally thought he was died of old age. <laughs> so wasn't he like thirty? Yeah, well, yeah he's old. done. He's old. Yeah. So the fourth great Khan of the Mongol Empire fell to Mongke, who was named Eternal after a shaman shamaned his future. That's the way I put it. Hey, I'm a shaman. I'm gonna shaman. Yep. You're a monkey. Yeah. His past was. Uh, <laughs> fucking his name does sound like monkey. Monkey. It does sound like a monkey. So his first. This is the fucking shaman just dicking around. You're a monkey. Oh, he's thank you, eternal. most honorable shaman. Oh, I will be monkey king. Thank you. I'm also going to die of old age at 14. Yeah, so basically his birth and his childhood was a lot like the rest of his family. Which Describe was, his uh, birth to me in graphic t- detail. Probably holding a blood clot being like... <laughs> nice. So um, a lot of raids were led by uh, Monkey and, and stuff. So His election was kind of neat, though. Um, neat. They called uh, this high society together, essentially, of a bunch of Mongol members. Um, Okul, who was the wife of Guyuk, supposedly came to pay homage to the new ruler because they all said, oh, Guyuk should be the new, new leader. Go Guyuk. Uh, or sorry. Um, they said Monke should be the new leader. And Guyuk, yeah, the wife of Guyuk, Guyuk. I don't like came Guyuk. by uh, to quote unquote pay homage. Uh-huh. But it was actually a plot to usurp the throne because she brought an entire army with her yeah, to pay homage. Do it for the plot, huh? Uh, she and the army were caught, and Okul was accused of using black magic against Monke. She was sentenced to death via sack in the river. They tied her up in a sack and threw her in a river, and she died. I thought that meant, like, doing it in a river. No. <laughs> I'm okay with either um, one. So, uh, Monke didn't do as many conquests, but he maintained a hold on a lot of previously conquested lands. Yay. Uh, there are a lot of different accounts on how he died as well. Some reports indicated that he died of cholera. Persian accounts assert that he died of dysentery. Armenian historian Hayton of Corcusius say that Monke was on a Mongol warship that sank in the Chinese seas while the Mongols were besieging an island. Same thing as cholera. Yeah. Really? The Chinese account, however, tells that he died of a wound caused by cannon fire. A wound caused by cannon yeah. fire? You mean he got turned into a stepped-on pinata? Um, he got bullseyed by a or a projectile launched from a song trebuchet. But the Mongols covered up the story by claiming that his death was due to an illness to maintain their soldiers' wow. morale. Fake news. His death led to the four-year uh, Tulud civil war between Kublai Khan and Arik Bok, How his two that? younger brothers. We're, we're wrapping this up here. How would that boost morale? Uh, just if your king died, you'd be like, dang it. Your king died of the flu. Yeah. Get pumped instead of dying. To <laughs> he got know. dead because I shot a cannon at him. Sorry, he died during combat, or we're doing so well in combat that he just had the flu. Oh, you know, <laughs> you ever do so good you get the flu? Yeah. So, uh, after Monkey's death, sorry, Monkey, uh, Monkey, death. I can remember what his name was for a second, Monkey. Um, there was a four-year civil war called the Tulud Civil War between Kublai Khan and Arik Bok, which were the two younger brothers. Sounds like a really hard Rubik's Cube. Finally, the last of the Khans we will talk about. Number five, Kublai Khan. Fifth great Khan. He was also the first emperor of the Yuan dynasty. Neat. Kublai Khan succeeded in building a powerful empire, creating, uh, he created an academy, offices, trade ports, and canals, and sponsored the science and the arts. Huh. The record of Mongols lists 20,166 public schools created during Kublai's reign. So as far as Mongols go, he ain't that bad. Yeah, he was, he basically modernized, as far as modern goes, back in the 1260s. It's pretty modern. Uh, we got a well. So he, he brought the empire of the Mongols very close to a golden age. He also secured the Silk Roads, mm. um, which paved the way to the Italian Renaissance. A lot of trade happened because of Kublai Khan, especially when he met with Marco Polo. Hey! So that is where we're going to leave off today. Whoa, We man. talked about all of the Khans eventually bringing us to the tale of Marco Polo. Let us know how you feel about these longer episodes. We're, we're, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't as long. boring, I don't think, no. as reading off of a Wikipedia article for... 45 minutes being like um charles dickens Uh, it was good yeah so i think this is gonna go well yeah i I feel really great about that uh so next we're gonna be talking about marco polo and we're probably gonna talk about marco polo um and we'll, we'll start a little bit of the crusades why not as far as it goes 
Uh, there's not a not a ton to talk about. Marco Polo's story is actually not that. What do we call this episode? Because it's more than Genghis Khan. The cons. Sure. The great cons. So you're you've been listening to the narratives on SoundCloud, on Google Play, or iTunes. Yep. Check us out on social media: Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And I hope you enjoyed the great cons. It's your boy. If you liked it, con. don't forget to Sign share it with all your Mongol friends. And all the Mongols in your area. Yeah, all the Mo- local just Mongols. Just hit them up. And, um, Tell them to put down the spear and just. You can check us out for the next series, the next episode, sorry, in the series, um, talking about Marco Polo all the way to the Crusades. That's a lot. Yeah. Um, well, it's not as much as you think it is, actually. Okay. Marco Polo to the Crusades. And that will be coming out on Wednesday, 6 o'clock on the... Uh-oh. What's the date? I better double check. Wednesday, 6 o'clock on the 10th. That's when you can check out that episode. Neat. So I hope to see you get, or hear you. I mean... I want to see you. I hope you hear me then. Remember that giveaway we said we were doing? Which one? Exactly. Dang. <laughs> That's my point. Yeah. Uh, anyway... anyway. <laughs> You guys Bye. can can do all all of everything we just mentioned. I'm going to go make a waffle. I got these new cinnamon waffles. And you can check us out. Goodbye. Bye. Enjoy your cinnamon waffles. And may Khan be with you, the great one. Be excellent to each other. Genghis Khan.